Thanks for checking out this episode in Actor's Life. I used to manage Patrick's social media, and he connected with me again to share how he has been dealing with the COVID-19 and the Hollywood acting market shutdown. But before we start, I want to tell you a little bit more about Anchor. So stick around and enjoy the show. And I want to say welcome, my friends, to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tanya Tyler, and I'm excited about my guest. It is the Mr. Patrick Fawcett. You may have seen him on the Have and Have Nots as Tony uh, Watson, who was looking for a, a kidney, so he was not on the have side. He was on the have not side, which was amazing anyway. But I want to welcome and bring him in so you can meet Mr. Tony, or Mr. I would call you Tony, Tony Watson. Mr. Patrick Fawcett, and really ask you, how's everything going with you in the, this quarantine period out there? Um, it's going good. It's going good. I'm hanging in there with the home family time. Right, right. Time to always connect. That's always a beautiful thing. So I know you have some are, uh, teenagers, right? Are they still in college or are they there in high school? Uh, I have two in college and uh, one in high school. But are they all back home with you now, or? Yeah, uh, pretty much. My oldest, he's uh, he stays at his girlfriend's, and he comes home for dinner. Him and his oh. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so you but, haven't had the stress of all everybody in one confined space, right? Yeah, I mean for a little while, because then my uh, my everybody was here. My my two sons, my daughter, wife, and me. And then my son's girlfriend, her roommate went home, and so she was at home. So their apartment was empty, so he went over there. So they've been going back and forth from here to there. Oh, so okay. at dinner time, for sure, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, I'm not, uh, I wanted to really ask you a couple of questions. Like I said, it's just a conversation, because you and I have history. I used to do your social media back in the day. That's right. Yeah. So I wanted to know, like, um, was it hard for you to transition from New Jersey to, uh, like, living in in California? I know you went to San Francisco first. So how was that transition period? Um, The transition wasn't that bad because uh, I had a friend from college that lived in Los Angeles. So after I went to San Francisco – who I, where I had another friend and I was working physical therapy and I was doing plays. Uh, when I was time, you know, it's always time when that actor says, okay, it's time to go to LA and do the big time. I had a friend here that I played football with in college. So he was like, yeah, let's get a two bedroom. And I moved to LA. And so the transition wasn't that hard. Right. Right. I, I was reading in your biography that, you know, music was your first love. Now that you've been acting, is music still your first love? Well, uh, I put the music on the shelf for a while and the acting took over. But uh, since I've been on this uh, lockdown, I did put my bass out and start jamming a little bit. So it's trying to make a comeback. <laughs> right. Are you? Are, do you perform with the band or is this just like... Uh, when no, I no, this is just like put on some music and jam a lot and try to learn the bass line for different songs. 
but my neighbor uh he's a drummer and mm. so when we weren't on such a lockdown every once in a while we would get together you know and and play some music he'd be on the drums and he also plays the guitar and then i'd play on the bass and we'd jam out have a little jam session oh that's cool you know i never heard you play so i'm sure you probably could though yeah. I only was taking care of the acting part. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, in the movie Walk Hard, wow. um, I played the bass in in the movie. So all those songs we really had to play, we had, really had to play them. So oh. we met, but I was on the stand up bass. So we met with a, a a music supervisor and we rehearsed those songs for like a week to get them all down because I had to spin the bass around and do all that jamming stuff. And uh, so I got to mix the two, which was nice. Right, right. Wow. So I have, like, if somebody was, like, looking to act, you know, come out there as an actor, maybe, maybe not right now with the quarantine thing, what would a, what would your advice be to somebody who's, like, considering going into the acting? Um... I would say get all your classes in first, you know, get a nice foundation of, of your acting and then uh, try to facilitate a place to stay and a, a job where you can have some flexibility because the hardest part is, is working and going to your auditions. So you got to have something that's kind of flexible. That's why there's so many waiters and waitresses out here because they can work at night, audition during the day. So right. have some flexibility. Right. So I, I know a couple of my listeners are like small business owners. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Cause you said when we talk, you're a 1099 guy, right? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm so, like an independent contractor. <laughs> okay. So how does that like really work with um, like your planning your schedule is mainly like acting your full-time or is that a part-time thing or how how does that work um it's it's a part-time sometimes full-time when I was on the show to have and have nots it's shot in Atlanta so I would just go there for a couple months and then come back so that would be full-time but when I'm back in LA or if I'm not on a show here in LA or acting in a, on something a movie or something then I'm doing physical therapy so and as an independent contractor, I contract with a couple of different places. So I kind of set my schedule uh, to where I can leave if I have auditions and come back. And if I if I book something for a day or two or a couple of days or a week, I, I have a couple of therapists that will come work for me uh, and, and take my place while I'm out shooting something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, Having had nonsense was really big. And I know at a, a lot of, at the beginning, for those who don't know, Tony was trying to get a, a kidney from, from his son back there. So mm -hmm. you have a strong following when it comes to the having had not. So when you're doing your physical therapy work, do you have like people who are just like, oh my God, that's Tony? Or, you know, I mean, how did you deal with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when I was on the show, I had a, I had a lot, you know. One time, a funny story, um, one time I was doing home health, right? So I went to this lady's house uh, down in the Crenshaw, went to the door, and she opened the door, and she was looking at me, and she was like, is this a joke? <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, I know who you are. 
you're Tony Watson. I watched you on the show. And I'm like, it's not a joke, girl. I'm here to do some therapy on you. <laughs> so, pretty funny. So, I mean, like I said, it's, it's living in California is like, when you're on this, like, um, how do you deal, how is everybody dealing with this quarantine? I know you can't go, like, to the beaches and stuff like that. So, I mean, how are y'all managing the quarantine on, on, the, on the West Coast? Um, well, it's, it's tough because here the beach was open at first and well, not the beach itself, but like the boardwalk on the beach and the bike paths that was all open. And then it was just so many people down there that they closed it up, which was like, it was sad, but it was a lot of people. So I understand why they had to do it, but, uh, it's right now the, a lot of people walk in the neighborhood. So you come outside any time of day, you'll see a whole bunch of people walking their dogs, walking up and down the street. When I come out in the morning, I have a big hill uh, a block from me, and you'll see people working out on the hill, like jogging up the hill, going back down, and getting their little exercise in. So people are just out, out on the street. Right, right. So I know, like, so... Going back over some of the uh, the acting and, and the physical therapy work and stuff like that, it's like when you were um when you got to meet Tyler Perry, that's another question. How were you when you got to meet Mr. Tyler Perry? Did you ever get to meet him? Oh yeah, he was our director every day. He's <laughs> he's the first one on the set, last one off the set. Uh, when I first met him, I was shocked at how big that dude is. <laughs> He's like six five, six six. He's a big dude, and yeah. you're like, oh hey, I am nice to meet you. So it's a, he's a little intimidating, you know, because he's so big. But uh, he knows exactly what he wants. So you got to come there with your A game because he's gonna be on it. Like you got to be ready with your A game, with your close up acting right right on on first take. Because you're not going to get that many takes because he's shooting with three cameras. So I, the first day I was like, he did a couple of takes and he was like, okay, let's move on. I'm like, wait, 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 we, we get my close up. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, you see that camera right there? That got your close up. That camera right there, that got the two shot. That camera right there, that got her close up. We're moving on. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's no like getting, getting warmed up. You've got to come with it. Right. So when you when you're like doing the acting thing, did you ever like think about going into the director's chair and all that kind of stuff? Or have you, you know, had that kind of? Well, um, I, it's it's a natural kind of progression thing for an actor after, when you've been doing it for a while to kind of be able to see what you want and see the shots. I haven't done any directing, but uh, I'm with a group of actors that we meet every week or we used to. Now we meet through Zoom. <laughs> But and then we do scenes and and like critique each other and direct each other. So that's kind of uh, what I do on my own. You know, been working on as far as the acting and doing a little writing and things like that. But uh, it's it's a natural progression for an actor to to move into directing because once you kind of see what you want and see how things come out and 
and with more experience, different shots, what works better. And then you start to think, oh, this would be good here. Oh, that would be good here. Oh, let's try it this way. Yeah. Well, I know you're very, I've seen you in a couple other things like um, Teenage Thank Christ. I watched that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I saw Hiding in Cleveland. So my question is, do you ever fear that um, they put you in a box or do you ever like, how do you determine what role you're going to go for or not? You know, like. Well, um, I don't know. I've done all kinds of stuff from Tony, the bad guy to light stuff like, uh, you know, hot in Cleveland and, and uh, like glow stuck in the middle superstore. So I've done the comedy stuff. I've done like the, the teenage bank heist where I'm detective. So I've done pretty much a variety of things. So uh, I feel like I can do it all, and and that's that's what it seems like. So I don't I don't really worry too much about about being put in a box of like Mr. Detective. Although if they put me in Mr. Detective and put me on like you know NYPD Blue or some like show that's going on forever, like Shamar Moore on there, <laughs> I'll take it. Right, right. No. So I mean, okay. And I, for those who also don't know, you, you, you and your wife have been married for a quite a while. You know, a number yeah. of years. Like so twenty-three years or so. So with that, also, you know, a lot of people are married and they're dealing with this. How do you deal with, or what would you say is a key to a successful marriage? Feel, you know, out there especially in California and acting and all that kind of stuff. Is that like an extra pressure or something? Um, yeah. Cause they said the divorce rate in California is double the rest of the U S. <laughs> so I, I, my advice is don't marry an actor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the shoes on the other foot, like I, I've, when I first came to California, I've dated actresses and models and, um, I I need somebody more grounded than than me. So right, <laughs> so it, it works out. It works better that way. If it's two actors, you know, you're it's it might be a little tougher. But then again, some other people say, you know, when you got that common commonality, you can understand each other better when you're doing stuff and and the demands. Like when I do a play you put in so much time, you know, in rehearsal and, you know, tech week and rehearsing with all, not at rehearsal, but just rehearsing with your scene partners. And then you got a girlfriend in the play that plays your wife, uh, plays your girlfriend or plays your wife and you got to be meeting with her. So all that is, is could be tough on a relationship. So, you, you know, that's where two actors may have some common ground, like understand what's going on. But right. otherwise, you know, it's it's better to have somebody grounded. So, and then you are the artistic one, but you know, it, it works out or, you know, thank God. Like I said, if you made it this long, that you, you've got something going good. So that's, yeah. that's a fantastic thing. So just, just pick the right one. Well, that too, yeah. That is <laughs> She's like, you better get it right. So, yeah. Oh, uh, when people want to like find more information about you, or, or you know, maybe some of the things that you're, you you do, because you do speaking engagements and stuff like that, right? 
Um, I have, I have, yeah. Because I, I, when I was on the show, I was a, uh, I was an advocate for organ I, donation. Right. So I had done done a few speaking engagements for that, and I've hosted a few things as well. So if people wanted to follow up with you, where where could they find information about you and and maybe some of the services that you know you offer or speaking engagements or something like that? I mean, I I would just contact me through social media uh, and just direct message me. I check all my messages. So either through Facebook or through Instagram, even on Twitter, you could you could catch me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I really want to thank you for your time. Oh, you're welcome. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too. It's good to see you. (laughs) I love to come back out there and visit California once all this quarantine thing goes. I I, I do miss it. I didn't get caught up in the red carpet thing, but I did enjoy it. I must say. Yes, yes. It was nice. Again, I want to thank you for your time. And also, before I close out, let everyone know. I will include Mr. Po- Mr. Fawcett's emails and links, everything in the social in the comments, so you can follow up with him. And I also want to say thank you for watching and and listening to us. We're on on Anchor as well. And feel free to give us your feedback on today's show. We would love to know if you have any great guests that you would like to have seen on the show, or maybe some show ideas that you'd like to share. And again, we encourage you to like, share, and subscribe. And again, I want to thank Mr. Patrick Fawcett, Fawcett for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And I want to say it's been a pleasure and we will talk back to you soon. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. I want to always remind you that feedback is welcome. Email us if you have any show ideas or guests that you like to see. Links will always be provided in the comments. Please share us with your friends. And remember, take things in stride. Go with the flow and create your own path. And again, thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.